Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. The book of Philippians chapter 1 verse number 6. Are you blessed friends? Wonderful. I've, I've had so many messages from people telling me I should repeat the message I spoke on Friday, on Sunday and then two weeks after. God is good. Are we blessed please? Wonderful. Philippians chapter 1 verse number 6. What a mighty God we serve. Now, let me say this here before I proceed here, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I've said this countless times, and I'll, I'll keep saying this. Um, your, your life in this kingdom of God is guided by the revelations you have at your doorstep, truly speaking. Everything that would have to guide the man so they can enter into what God has predestined for them is how much of light they have in their heart, truly speaking. People just don't rise to the top because of the love that God has for them. I've told you several times that the love that God has for mankind is not a kind of love that lifts up men. Until that love is being aligned to principles in God's kingdom. Am I communicating, church? So your inability to understand the place of God's light in your life can't make you have a transformation here. Trust me. Some people are believers because they were brought into the Christian faith, but they haven't got a deeper understanding of what it means to be a believer here. Am I communicating? So whenever troubles come their way, they become very inconsistent. There are two kinds of believers, the churchgoers and those who God called Christians. If that makes sense. We have those who understand the need of Christ. It is called sonship in the kingdom. And those who come to church for coming sick. Now, it is the love you have for God that will make you wake up in the morning and study your Bible, if that makes sense. It is the love you have for God and eternity that will make you live a disciplined life, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that you may pray unto God for answers, but that thing that God must give you must be guided by light in God's kingdom. Am I communicating, church? Now, when the word of God does not find expression in your heart, you become a sinner before the Lord. People feel when they stand before the Lord and they pray unto God, it is the prayer God listens to know. God listens to their act as well because your character in the place of God's life is also a being to him. Now, am I teaching, please? People don't know that one thing that makes our answers easier to God is that we've come into oneness with him. It's, it's through God's word. So, believers who can't study God's word, there will be something about you that will make us indeed not believe in God yet. You know, studying the scriptures eh, is never impartation, it's discipline. If that makes sense. People don't know that one of the things that makes spirituality an effective thing is called responsibility. If that makes sense. God is not waiting to do for you what you can do for yourself. Just imagine, I'm like, since I'm anointed, I'm commanding the door to open. They don't know open. Because God knows this hand can open the door. If that makes sense. Then he said that anytime God wants to orchestrate a miracle, he looks at the tomorrow, number one. Number two, he looks at how the miracle will be to the honor of his name. Three, to the honor of human destinies. If these three things are not considered, forget the miracle. 
God doesn't just do show for doing show sake. Because your belief in him will not increase him. You getting to believe in God will not increase heaven. I, <laughs> have you seen God crying? That somebody has left him. That hey, Prof. Benjamin is your professor again. That guy is in tears. <laughs> oh, praise God. <laughs> I remember years ago when we used to do programs here. At that time, my focus was that since I'm a young man of God, I should have youngsters come to my program. And I was having adults attend our conference. Ah, so I'm like, but it's a youth program. So that we do fly and put youth program. The program begins at three. At three will be here, and the only adults will be here. I'm like, ah, what is this? <laughs> ah, God is good. I'm like, ah, but I'm I'm expecting youth to come out. God is good. And you know, it's different ministry with the youth and with the adults, if that makes sense. I mean, with the youth, we will come here with flags, we will scream, we will shout, we will dance. At least some that vibe is there. You know, we wanted that youth vibe. But the adults, just imagine adults. You are old. You have like three, four, five children. Think about to pay bills. How will you shout? I'm like God. You have to change this. So I'm like, you know one thing. Uh, let me let me stop all these things. Then he told me that you know one thing. When you change what you are doing, you'll be missing in God's view. He says you can be very effective in this flow of yours, but you'll be way missing. I said how. He says, there are people that they thought they could please God based on what they have about God. But they forgot that the knowledge they have about God is something God gave them about him. Oh, I'm not talking, please. Now, your, your human species, your, your human persona is too small to understand God's dealings. Truly speaking, you, you can't please God on your own. It's, 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 too, it's too different for you. It's too big for you, friends. Am I teaching you, please? That's why that, that if, if your life must understand how God will preach, it must be built strictly on what God's word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The book of Philippians 1 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it unto the day of. Jesus Christ, this is powerful. Hallelujah. Please give me F sharp. A powerful thing. So we'll dedicate is F sharp, please. We'll dedicate this whole month to how to be complete in Christ. It's a powerful thing. Hallelujah. So okay, let's start from verse 5. Rich from verse 5. At least we will get a deeper understanding here, friends. It's powerful. For your fellowship in the gospel from first day on to now, mm-hmm. six is powerful. Being confident of this very thing. Now, I like the word being confident, yes, be confident. of this very, very thing. That he God who has begun a good work in you will come. He didn't say you will come. He that began the work in you will have it completed until the day of Jesus Christ. Even if I decide not to teach, the, the, the quotation has taught you something today. Yes. Oh, am I right? Amen. Yeah. Give me 10 minutes and let's pray today. Somebody say glory. Glory.
There's the message that God has in mind for the believer. It is called glory. <laughs> I want you to know that in the image of God, a man was created. So every result a man would have to produce has to be in God's honor. When a believer does not work in the glory that speaks of God's power and God's integrity, it's an insult to where he comes from. By divine revelation, you should tell where a man is coming from. Based on your own acts and principles. True or false? I can listen to a Nigerian and say, Kai, with the way you mention Sean, 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 you're from Nigeria. If that makes sense. If I see somebody eating at you, I say, Kai, you're from Cameroon. Oh, if, if, if. <laughs> oh, God is good. <laughs> if I hear somebody mention Bobola, I say, Kai, you're from this country. Oh, God is good. Uh, am I communicating? Years ago, I went for a conference in Germany. I dressed very well. I said, Kai, I'm from Congo. I said, I said, because they dress like this. They dress, uh, God is good. If you come to my country, Ghana, like this. So, for instance, like, you know, the word glory. Some will say glory. Because they have problems are and you can tell. <laughs> they can't say glow. They say glow. <laughs> I'm blessed. Thank you. <laughs> God is good. So, they, they, they can't, they can't. It's a problem for them. <laughs> the Lord is good. Right. So, you know, based on the things you see somebody exude, you can tell where they're coming from. So God says that the world in which you live in does not belong to you. You came from a place. We are just sojourning upon this earth, if that makes sense. So the message you must cut upon your head is God's glory. You didn't clap your hands, church. Well, am I communicating, please? You know, most of you might feel that the word glory here stands for the presence of God. Yes, with respect to that, it has to do with how God has embedded himself in your own life. There are people like Jesus Christ when they came upon the earth, their life like streamed God upon the earth. Everything the Father did up there was the same thing also did as well. That is how God made man to be like. A human being was God's epicenter of creativity. So when God saw the need of creating mankind, you became his own image. Oh, am I teaching please? Now, God says this. There needs to be a proof of what you believe in. Because the invisible father must do something visible for men to see how powerful he is. Or if that makes sense. There should be a testament to what you believe in. Truly speaking. I mean, you claim you are serving them and you can't see. What is the proof? I told you before that in this kingdom, the proof of understanding is manifestation. What is the proof? And God says there will always be a place in your life and destiny. Whereby your hand can't reach. Your voice can't help. Your strength can't even help you get there. But leave that thing in God's hands. But look at me. Anything that boosts your pride is your enemy. My father told me years ago, I was watching Mount Zion movie. Yes. So, this young man began effective ministry. Very powerful. Now, God told him that women will bring him down and he says, God forbid. There is no way, no woman in this world can do that to him. And then the man fell. Now, God brought him helpers to help him come out from this act. And he became very prideful in that act. So the angel couldn't wait longer. After the angel departed, he now realized that, oh, I need God's help. He prayed, 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 and the angel said, you are so weak in the spirit. 
and that what you are praying for, your spirit can carry it. That's when I knew that it is not just the desire you show for things that happen. The maturity of the spirit also matters. Because some of the things you are praying for, they are bigger than you now. Or tomorrow. You might think that the miracle is only to satisfy your own pleasure. Meanwhile, a legacy in the spirit must be created. But somebody must start. Somebody must open the door. Somebody will become the portal through which God will answer them. Now, the man cried and God says, you are dead and gone. He went to heaven all right. But there was nothing glorious about the man. Because something of whatever he had boosted him up. So God says, I have seen something in your life. That pain you are going through, until you are completely broken, he can't come through for you. Because he's a jealous father. And he wouldn't want anyone to boast together with him that I also did this. God says, God forbid, never. Something about that thing you couldn't help must make me know I'm the God who is totally in charge of your course of life. What am I teaching, please? Some way, somehow, eh? The physical achievement we possess makes us prideful. Yeah. What am I communicating, please? Telling you. You know, this is why most of you, eh, you can't experience testimonies. Because even if you are asking God for things, there is a particular phase of your life that is giving you some kind of assurance that even if these things don't work for me, this will work for me. You know, there is always encouragement to your destiny when an aspect is working well for you. Oh, you don't know? At least you don't have a husband. But at least you are working so hard and you are earning money. Oh, am I right? Oh, you don't know? <laughs> I was in Ghana and I realized that this is the norm of the day. Even if there's no faithful man who can take care of them and they have something to do, they can, they can buy what they feel like buying. They think life is okay for them. If that makes sense. So they can meet any man, do whatever they want, and they forget that everything that transpires between them is deeper than what it is. Or am I communicating, Judge? Uh -huh. Most people can't see God because their heart is not fully for him. So we can, you know, we can, we can, we can pretend to be under an anointing because of the flow of the strings. So, oh, I mean, I, I feel that God is in this place. So they pretend to cry for a few minutes, but as to that idea where they feel that they are totally helpless without God, they haven't gotten there yet. And God says, no, if you haven't gotten there yet, forget this quotation; it can't work for you. I'm not teaching you. Oh, I'm not teaching you. Please hear me clearly well. There are things that God will never start until God knows that that thing that was helping you boost your pride has left you. Because pride as it is has a master called the devil. And whenever you possess such virtue and character, the enemy becomes your Lord indirectly. So God wouldn't want to share his own property with somebody else. So he leaves pride to deal with you. I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that everything you want God to do for you is very possible. Yeah. Every 
anything you are believing God for is what is very, very possible, church. I'm telling you. But you know one thing. He wants you to come to that point where you are broken. You are completely broken for him. I shared the testimony with Daddy this morning about the man of God that blessed our ministry. God is good. And he said that man of God, God has broken me down for 40 years because I, he felt the gift on his head could give him what he wanted unto God. No. For this particular cause of your life, God will have to entrust somebody else with this unction to help you see far because your mind will affect the prophecy. I want you to know that character is stronger than prophecy. Did you hear me? Character is stronger than prophecy. That is why there are people like God can't speak to them because their character will always infiltrate the need of the prophetic word. You get me? So I'm teaching here. Now, the man says, says he didn't know that somebody could prophesy so accurately to him like this. And it was point, point by point. And he's a man of God. I, I came over to Ethiopia and then I met some people. They said, oh, this guy, he just says one to He says, nah, the things you told me and nobody knows about them. So how? I said one thing. For 40 years, you delayed your own marriage because you felt that your anointing over your head will get to a woman. Ah, praise God. I'm not here. You can't be complete in God until you are broken. Nobody comes to God complete. This is why the angel of God had to break the waist of Jacob. Because the only time his eyes could be upon God was the loss of the strength in the leg. His pride was the fact that he could stand and fight with the angel. And God says, no, you are too weak. <laughs> Human strength in God means weakness. That strength you think you possess is nothing before the Lord. I'm telling you, church. It's a problem when people begin to boast of the thing God gave them. God says, Kai, you are, you are too small. You are too young. Life would always give you reasons to leave the need of consecration. Am I teaching you? Life will always tell you that these things you started with on Sunday on a Zoom platform. I was led, I'll continue on the platform. I was led by God to teach people on the need of observing ancient patterns. And the things God began telling me, I was shocked myself. Let me clean the word, church. You don't know that the pattern God told you to observe or live by are the things you need that will make you stay at the top. I'm telling you. Because according to God, when he's speaking to you, he speaks to himself, not just you. Can I teach you? Let me break it down for you. Let me show you why after Moses went against God's counsel, God couldn't forgive him. God is ever loving. Two of us. God is ever forgiving. But the realm that Moses got into was a realm meant for gods alone, and not human beings. Why? Because the Bible says when the time came for Moses to deliver the Israelites out of Egypt, God says, Moses, I will make you a god unto Pharaoh. 
So Pharaoh was not just a human being. Don't forget that. Remember the preaching on Sunday? The dream Joseph, sorry, Pharaoh had about the, the smaller cow swallowing the bigger ones. I told you that prophecy wasn't just meant for Pharaoh. It was meant for Joseph. Just that nobody in that land was deep enough spiritually to tell the dream, unlike Pharaoh. So Pharaoh was not just a human being. Don't forget that even in our local constituency, you can't be a normal person to inherit a throne. Egypt was the land of the gods. So you must have strong bond with these things, if that makes sense. So the Bible says that God made Moses a bigger God to a smaller God. Uh, if that makes sense. Don't forget, before that time, nobody had that opportunity to see God in person. The last time we heard was from Adam and Eve. Even Abraham, we never heard that God came in person to meet him. So the fact that God made Moses fast for 40 days on Mount Sinai, whereby his face and back was shown, was the day of intimacy. So God says, you have seen something mere men can't see. Oh, I'm not teaching you. So everything that covered the life of Moses was God's very presence. And God says, ah, if you have seen my back and seen my face, and you couldn't tell my presence in this rock, you have lost something in the spirit. I can't forgive you again. That's the meaning there. Ah, I'm not teaching you. So some people, eh, God will tell them that you have to observe these things. In that, you find life. Ah, as to why God told us to fast for 30 days eating only fruit, you might think it is craziness. Meanwhile, that is a life that will give you that you deserve in this kingdom. Yeah. But since you couldn't observe these things, that very thing that will make you disbelieve in God will now become greater because you are exalted in the flesh. He says, in order for man to be complete, let us put God first. <laughs> I praise God. Oh, what is happening to the average believer today? We can't see God again. Oh, yeah. Every blessed day, we keep hearing the founding testimonies. We keep hearing crazy testimonies. I told you on Sunday how a lady joined our platform. You heard the right. When God told me that when she goes for the court, she shouldn't speak. God told me that I should tell her to wear a particular dress. When she wears that dress, the dress will speak to judge. Ah, one guy says, this is your guy. He likes to do comedy a lot. How can a dress talk to a human being? And the last one of God, I have that dress, but I don't know where it is. So physically, I saw myself leaving Belgium. I got to Milton Kings. I said, God says, go into your room. Go to this, you find another. And the dress was there. So she wore the dress to the court 23rd. Wore the dress and went there. The judge saw and said, ah, I like the color of your dress. It's my favorite color. Now, the judge began to read the case of the woman and said, ah, this is no matter now. Let the lady go. And they were like, we want to hear what you did. He said, no, as long as she has all my favorite color, I have made my day. And she like that. For two years, they took her twins from her. She was not permitted to see their twins. She was only permitted to hear their voice 
blue phone for two solid years. And just one prophecy made us bring the babies back. You know, in this country, when they take your children from you, I'm not talking here. Now, when the lady did her first fruit this year, her husband was angry with her. Now that this prophetic happened like that, the husband called and said, Man of God, how do I do my first fruit offering too? Because it says, if, if they check the amount of money they've paid to lawyers on how to get the kids back, he said, Prof, we spent over a 40,000 pounds in less than two years. And we didn't know that a dress that will cost less than five pounds. So, the things of the speaker can make sense to us. So, when he gives you a part and live by them, because if it must be complete, you must be broken in him. You can't sustain whatever you achieve. It's too dangerous for you. You will die before time. You didn't clap your hands, church. Oh, am I talking here? I'm, I'm, you know, until Europeans have this mentality, they'll be coming to church seeing nothing. Now, it looks like almost every manifestation now is going back to Africa. I'm telling you. Oh, hello. I'm, I'm, and you, you, you think they are poor. Well, be there. <laughs> Just be there. I praise God. It will shock you. Every, almost all the patriots, before they leave this earth, some way, somehow, they find themselves in Africa. They release a mantle, and then like that, they just go like that. Because somebody is showing genuine passion for God alone. You will see a multi-billionaire standing as an usher. You know, the pride that people get to exude in the church it's a pity unto themselves. I'm telling you, friends. I'm not talking here. If you must be complete, you need to be extremely broken before the Lord. Never at a point in time should you ever feel the achievement is a plus unto you when you stand before the Lord. You, you are naked. He says, even when you feel you are holy, that holiness is fitty rack. If that makes sense. What am I talking, church? Eh? Some of you are here. God will keep you in that place of yours until he sees how broken you are. Because if God does not break your pride, he will endorse your pride. Hmm. I'm here. Are you aware that it is immoral for God to expose an immoral person? You didn't get me. When I stand behind this pulpit, I'm preaching daddy here. Oh, you don't know. Every child preaches the message the father or the mother talks to them about in the room. I, I can know how spiritual some mothers are based on how they treat their children. What I'm telling you. When the mothers are very spiritual, eh, it affects how the children think. So, some way, somehow, God sees your own. So, you can't just open your arm to the world without a track record of a character. That is, even mere human beings want to associate with what is best and clean. All of us. <laughs> I was in London years ago and I was by a street. And then they took me to a suit shop. 
and they sell the suit from 3,000 pounds upwards. And I asked the man that, will this suit wash away our sins? God is good. That's you too. <laughs> will it wash our sins? God is good. Now, if you, if you, if you know how to dress, there's this one we call William Hunt. It's a very expensive brand. Very expensive brand. God is good. Now, I went to the next shop, right? Where I used to buy my shirts. And they sell suits as well. Now, when I touched the fabric, I knew that there's, there's something wrong somewhere. There was something so clean about William Hunt's suit that I couldn't get anywhere. Ah, God is good. And I was told that they make this for the royals alone. So, if you're not a royal, you can't buy it. And it says, Prof. Why is it that when you entered, they all kept looking because you're a black man. You can never be royal. <laughs> so, they need that guy. Oh, this one there. Look <laughs> Come and do it. And in fact, I did window shop too. I should buy 3,000 pounds. Is Jesus coming tomorrow? <laughs> it's a scam, eh? Ask <laughs> Ah, God is good. Oh, are you blessed, friends? Yeah. But you know one thing? It will shock you that somebody who works with their late will buy that. It belongs to them alone. The Lord says you are not of this world. You are not from this world. You can't do what fits the understanding of those in the world. If you do that, you have insulted the person you present here. See, integrity. Oh, I'm teaching you. Be confident in the pattern that he gave you to live by so he can freely complete what he has started. Most of times, we miss the instruction in the place of process. And that's too dangerous. Because, you know, a man can be in God and still not see the manifestation of God. I'm telling you, friends. Now, you being in God and not seeing his manifestation is that the knowledge you deserve that will make you walk in God's glory. You've left it. I began by saying this to you. That to God, light is principle. To God, light means life. Remember the power of the ten virgins. The Bible says five were wise and five were what? Foolish. When God gave me this meaning, I was shocked myself. The Lord told me that the word virgin, as it is, stands for their understanding in place of God. The very day you get to realize that you are from God, God says you are a virgin. It means the earth has not touched you yet. The very moment you make this house, the, the earth, your dwelling place, you have contaminated your spirit. So that idea that you are only going through this part gives you a virgin mentality. And what goes to your mind becomes your image. I'm not talking here. Now, church, hear me clearly well. Don't forget that whenever you have access to the word, the word automatically becomes lamp. 
And that lamp will automatically light your path. If that makes sense. Now, since they know they are not of this world, they have the word in their hand. Automatically, they become light. But they've forgotten that their physical mentality can help them go through destiny until God leads them. That idea where they want their own experience to lead them, which is called the oil, makes them in it makes them it makes them it makes them contaminated and take them out of God's path because they become so confident that they forget where God took them from, and God's the oil will leave you because now is the spirit. Look at me, church. The groom is not a person. The groom is what was meant of you to become. So you may be created by God to be a millionaire. It's not just a person. It's a place in the kingdom where you grow into maturity in the spirit and you be that realm. You didn't clap your hands, church. Oh, I'm not talking here. The groom is not a person. No. There are things you will easily come into when the Spirit of God takes charge. I repeat. You need to be broken to be complete. Let, let go of everything that has taken the place of God in your life. Because even after God has given you something, if you get to realize that thing has not taken your attention, he will let that thing fight you. Yes, that's God here. Oh, God is good. Yes. We'll go very deep on Friday. I'll open up to so many mistakes. My friends, never allow your mistakes to teach you lessons. Hmm? If that makes sense. Never be overconfident. I, let me say this bluntly. Building a house is not a miracle. Did you hear me? Oh, did you hear me? Buying a car is not a breakthrough. Unless maybe where you came from, cars were not seen there. It's fine. Stand here. Oh, God is good. Even the most wealthiest people, they don't even use iPhone. Oh, you don't know. Even the most wealthiest people, they don't even use Expensive dresses so very, very simple. Years ago, I chanced on the wedding that Mark Zuckerberg did. Very simple wedding. No brand, nothing. But the guy is tall. When I say tall, he has money. That's a mean he's tall. Uh, not twice in height, but twice in pocket. <laughs> so it's a fire. Very tall guy. Now, God says, when you speak of the wealth of the kingdom, that is poverty. If that makes sense. Because that thing has no standard in the spirit. Its foundation came from the devil and it has no place in God. So a poor man. What am I teaching here? What am I teaching here? So people, they've wasted time on things that has no value in the spirit. And God said, they're dead and gone. My, my eyes have seen of God's glory. Tell you. If God says live for him, church, it means give everything to him. Because you don't know how God bless you. I'm telling you, friends, you just don't know how. 
He can change the narrative of your life in a second. Somebody slept as a prisoner and became a prime minister the next day in less than 24 hours. If that makes sense. No, he can just open one door. Just one door and I'll be it. Lift up your hands. It's my prayer for you. That you understand how God operates. And that you will not fail him. Oh, did you hear me? Yes. There are many lights that can give life to everything. Life to everything. The principle of the animal is the light of the animal. Mm -hmm. But that principle can work for human beings. Yes. Because you were never created as an animal. You were created as God's person. If that makes sense. Your inspiration was bettered by God. So he didn't look upon anything to make you upon himself. And himself, sorry. If that makes sense. Now go to me this. Whatever people leave the realm of light by not understanding the place of principle in God's kingdom, they become animals. Mm. So every time they go off track, he tells them to go and listen to the animal for wisdom. <laughs> oh yeah. God just told me. Uh -huh. He says, if you want to know why the animal has power. If you want to know why the animal has created fear in the heart of a human being, it's because when a man called Adam left the path of heaven, an animal took his place because the animal has the place of silence in his kingdom. When the serpent became quiet after God pleased him, that why did you ever command this book to go against my own law? The Bible says spiritually, the order of the heavens that was given unto Adam was given unto the animal. Mm. He didn't speak. So, in this realm, there will always be a battle between a human being and an animal. Even animals understand the place of light and principle. It's a brokenness. Rory. Nebuchadnezzar. Yes. He became so prideful. He, he wanted a statue one of who he is. And God says, I will let you become an animal. The only thing that will keep your life is your head. Your brain was still functioning like a human being. So he stayed as an animal for seven years, eating the green grass. Seven years he acted. But the Bible says animals will see him and run away because they saw that the mind he carried was different from theirs. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll go deeper on Friday. God just told me that now. Yeah. <laughs> Say light. Light. Say life. Life. Say principle. Principle. Say brokenness. Brokenness. Say complete. Complete. Then he said something on Sunday in Germany. He says, the anointing that comes upon your life is a borrowed gift. Yes. Jerry. He says, never think the anointing as it is is just the prophesying. He said, any ability that comes upon your soul that makes you work as God is called anointing. Yes. This right. is a borrowed gift. It's a borrowed gift. It's what? A, a borrowed, borrowed gift. gift. When the master demands of it, he will go back to it. Take it from you. But the only thing that makes the gift stay with you is the piece of character. The character. 
So when Kata blends with anointing, you become God's persona. You're right. God bless you. Too much. Who well, am I teaching you? You're right. So every time you live your life, because this earth will always give dominion to either a person or an animal. Yes. So God says, go to the ant and listen and learn wisdom from them. Be as quiet and smart like a serpent. Yes. Even animals know how to be broken before principles. Yes. Because they know they don't have any other life from this. Smart like a serpent. Open your hands, church. Can we pray here? Oh, yes. Now, your hands on your head. <laughs> I love the word. Your hands on your head. Yes. You are going to pray to God now. That Father, I want to stay broken before you. Amen. Never should pride ever take your place in my life. Yes. Thank you and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Forger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminforger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Forger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Forger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Forger. And on website is www.benjaminforger.org. Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Forger. The vision, the mission, the passion. The passion.